Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Let's Tag More Nick. I'm Devontae. And this is Eric. I hope everybody out there is doing well. Uh, today, I did want to start off just a little bit different. Uh, I just want to ask Eric, what's going on in, in your life, man? What's something that's positive that you've seen this week so far? And what's something you've been struggling with this week so far? So it's uh, Wednesday right now? It's um, Wednesday right now, currently. <laughs> something positive for me is... Um, Honestly, my life, just how I conduct myself in my life is a lot better. Um, every time I talk to somebody, I really try to give them information that I think that'll really help them. Obviously, I've not only have I kind of calmed myself down, but, you know, I, I feel uh, kind of more like an adult. Like, okay, how can I really help people and stop kind of hitting these dopamine levers I've been hitting for a decade of my life now? something that's been tough or i guess you know struggling with but you know a real thing that's going on in our family right now is um so my dad had a growth on his neck they found out it was on his thyroid long story but he now has the tumor out it was a tumor and they do not know what it is it's this is pretty tough to talk about um yeah so thought he had thyroid cancer it turns out we don't know, and they won't even know till next week. It's it's hard. I mean, the man's done everything for me. He's been an amazing father, um, an amazing husband, and um, you know how you know to see your dad. You know that's always been so healthy. You know, possibly be sick. It, it's hard. You know, especially my parents are in their mid sixties, but you'd never guess it if you met them. You know, they've really taken care of each other and they've taken care of themselves and their lives are definitely better because of it. They're, they look young, they laugh, they smile, they do all these cool things together because they have each other. You know, I didn't realize that until recently is that, you know, so much but of what we've seen in our lives now is, man, it's hard, is... um. You know, everybody's single now. I mean, I, I would say most of our listeners are probably, you know, if not single, um, feel like they're single. You know, I think people are very alone, especially I would say under 45 years old. We're getting we're just clocked with this stuff right now. Uh, just because we haven't really established bonds. We, we've been kind of given these crazy technology, really specifically the iPhones. We've been able to connect and Obviously, in certain movements, we just feel like we have all the freedom in the in the world now, and yet people are more alone than ever. And, and I think we're all going to find it very difficult to withstand life knowing, hey, everyone, I'm talking all, to, to all the millennials right now, we're getting older, and eventually that's going to be us. That's, you know, and I'd rather have someone by my side, I know, if I was going through what my dad's going through right now, because if I was doing that alone, that'd be, that'd be tougher, you know? That it's worth the sacrifice, you know, giving up some of your rights and your, you know, what you feel is freedoms to have a more stable life and ultimately a better life. Having somebody by by your side, that's extremely, extremely important. I think that's what we're all searching for. And I feel like that's something we're we're actually losing right now. Mm-hmm. Is that is that thought of having somebody there? I think a lot of people right now just want to do their own thing, which is I get it want to do your own thing definitely understand that but at some point in time you're going to end up being alone and that alone time is you're really alone and you realize how much you actually miss somebody and i think that's what we're all kind of losing track of is like what happens if it's just me 
by myself. There's a lot of people out there that are going to, this is, sounds awful, but I, it's the truth. A lot of people are going to die alone. Oh, and absolutely. I like my <clears throat> biological grandmother is going to die alone. And I, there's a sense of me that feels bad for her, but I mean, she wasn't the best of person at all in her life. She's definitely fucked up and done people dirty in her life. And this is kind of the outcome for her. But I do feel bad because she passes away. Almost nobody's going to know. Almost nobody's going to know. The only way, again, this sounds awful. The only way someone's going to know if she's passed away in her apartment is when she starts smelling. And that's an awful thing to think about. And I think about for my mother. I tell my mom all the time, like, you know, she's like, oh, I just want to be alone. Like, yeah, she raised two kids on her own. And now both of us are grown. She doesn't have anything. She has like fucking four dogs, which tells me that she she's so used to taking care of something that she wants to take care of something. But I'm like, mom, you should get out and date. You should get out and just try to meet somebody. You don't have to work so much anymore. And for me, it's it's the comfort of knowing that somebody is there with her because I'm all the way a thousand miles away. My brother is in St. Louis and he's going to end up moving away from home. Thank God. But after that, like, She's alone. She has nobody. The dogs aren't going to call me if something happens to her. If something's going on, I can't call my brother and be like, hey, man, you need to go check on mom. Like, I, I want her to date somebody because it gives me that comfort knowing that somebody's there. If something's going on, I can somebody can get in contact with me. I know firsthand what's happening. And I think a lot of women are kind of in that place. Not even just women. I think men as well. Very much so. I got people in my family who are alone and you know they fucking hate it you know they hate it and they were kind of on the path like you were right sleeping around <laughs> with tons of women and just having a good time and not really at a certain point they weren't thinking about their future kind of like you are now mm-hmm. right you've made that self-awareness check and you've made that self-realization like i need to s- stop doing what i'm doing because i don't want to go down the road of some people in our family. Yeah. Same with my family. So I get it. (laughs) But I mean, life is just a fucking dude. Life is, is so crazy. You know, thinking about your father and how like he's lived a pretty good fucking life. No. Right. I mean, like he's a healthy man. Yep. He's very successful attorney. He's got a family that seems to love him very dearly. He's got a wife that loves him. You said they got married or they moved in, what? After three, three weeks after knowing each other? Three fucking weeks, man. Three fucking weeks. 40 it, years ago. Yeah. It, it's it's incredible how life fucking, how life goes. Being a good person, you make all these sacrifices so your family doesn't have to struggle at all. You got a great fucking job. Both of your parents. Neither of your parents are struggling at all. You didn't struggle at all as a kid. No. And they took you on trips. It seems like you had a very good secured childhood absolutely and then your dad goes to the doctor he has a growth and they're like uh seems kind of cancerous seems like it's early detection though it's like cool let's go take it out take it out get it and they're like oh just seems like it was probably a growth doesn't seem like it was very cancerous at all actually and he has that relief of oh man what a fucking relief and then what was it a week a week later, you get a call, and it's like, hey, we've actually never seen this before. This could be a new type of cancer, if you will. 
It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you, you know, and like, yeah. I, I feel bad. I do. Because that's, I mean, he's lived a good life. And for someone who's been a good person, has done things for people, made sacrifices, and this is what happens. Like, I'm upset for you, man. You know? Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's just crazy how life is like that. You know, the funny thing that he would always say is that through his life, since I can remember, even when I was young, he said, if I died today, I'd be okay with it because I've lived a good life. He had a really shitty job to provide for a family. And um, so that's why you want to do it, man. That's why you want to have someone in your corner. You want to pull the weight. Mm. It's worth it. It really is. <laughs> Cause you can die and be like, oh man, like I did my best, you know, and people care about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's real. Oh, life is just a fucking <laughs> a whirlwind, man. And life is not fair. That's something I've learned at a very early age. <laughs> life is just not fair. You can be as good as a person as you want to be. But you, like you said, you definitely right now we have all these people we're becoming a polygamous society like you say (laughs) (laughs) we really are (laughs) Um, and it's it's tough to date in today's society it's so fucking tough because everybody you talk to like oh i don't want anything serious i don't want anything serious but for the people who do want something serious who want that that person on their side to stand by them it's i feel bad for those people because it's harder now than ever. It's sure. so fucking hard. It's so fucking hard. And I don't really ever worry about like, oh man, am I ever going <laughs> to, am I ever actually going to be able to find anybody who's like serious that mm-hmm. I actually want? I think when I was younger, I used to think about that a lot. I don't think too much about it now because I had, I don't like to think negatively, but I, it's like for a lot of people out there, especially men, we're a lot of men are going to die alone. Yeah. Definitely. A lot of men are going to die alone. And I, I feel so bad for them because there's a lot of good men out there. And this isn't a, a slander on women at all. But I think that our, our society has made it to where we're just too afraid to even actually take a chance of trying to get to know somebody. So everyone worries about their rights and their choices. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what's the best choice for me? What are my rights as a, as a human? And it's like, no, it's about responsibility, man. You got to take responsibility and you got to start with your own life. And it's tough. And yeah, especially for you polygamous dudes like me out there. Remember that. It's fun. I know. And there's nothing There's nothing better than new novel women. I've learned that. I've done drugs. I've drank myself silly. And there's nothing like a new girl. But, you know, to forego that, to create more stability it's again, not in just your life, but it's your community's life. Because again, you're not pulling all of these women because, you know, women just date up and they have so much choice now with the internet and men don't have to ask women out anymore. And it's phenomenal. I mean, this technology is beyond phenomenal and I don't mind sharing my story. You know, you've already, you guys have already heard it. Um, you know, kind of porn linking porn to me creating my life into kind of like real life porno via the internet specifically, you know, dating apps is it's pretty unreal how stimulating that is to the brain. But man, it's from a long-term standpoint, you can't do it forever. I mean, it's, it'll, 
eat you up and spit you back out. And you'll wake up. Trust me, guys. Some of you younger guys. You'll wake up and you'll be like, it just won't feel good. You'll be hitting. You might get that new and you get that new novel, new tits, new ass. I know how it feels, guys. It's fucking good. That being said, foregoing it, it, yeah, you'll want, you'll eventually hit a point. It's It's just, it's better for your life. Yeah. Absolutely better for your life. I I mean, I didn't, (laughs) I definitely haven't done what you've done, (laughs) but I can, I could see it. I can definitely, because I've, I've seen it in my life. Some people, a good portion of people haven't seen that in their life. So they're just like, oh, this seems fun. This seems, I've seen the outcome. Yeah. Yeah. You're sitting there and you're just alone. You can, I feel so bad for them. And they're good people. And they've realized what you've realized way too late. Yeah. And there's not really home so much they can do. Like somebody I know who I love dearly, they end up getting sick. Mm-hmm. And they were alone. They had somebody who was helping take care of them. But nobody really even told me how sick they were. And I was like, that's awful. Like, why is nobody? Because nobody, and he was telling me how nobody came and checked on him. Mm-hmm. And you can tell how upset he was. Nobody came and checked on him. He would say his mom would, like, call or whatever and be like, and he could he could barely move. He could barely move. He was, like, really sick. And his brother wouldn't come to his house and see him. Uh, his mom wouldn't come to the house and see him. And everybody just told me, they were like, oh, he just got the flu because I visited back home for a little bit. I was just told, oh, he just got the flu. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I won't go and like disturb him or anything like that. He ends up calling me and he was like upset with me because he was like, I was like really sick. And like, you are for sure one of the people I thought would like come and check on me. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, everybody just told me you had the flu. So I wasn't going to come by and disturb you if you were sick because I wasn't going to try to get sick. No, mm-hmm. he was like actually sick and like he's getting better now. But he was telling me how nobody would come and check on him. And this is a guy who would smash <laughs> women back in the day. Dude, I used to go to his house when I was a younger kid, man. And he there was a different woman over there every time, bro. I was like, I was like, damn. And like I remember it used to hurt my feelings. I'm a grown man now, so I don't really mind. This is my this is my uncle. Okay. He's one of the few men in my life. And I would I would spend almost every weekend with him when I was growing up. Almost every weekend there was another woman. <laughs> there was always another woman over there. And he would, I would be like sitting on the couch or whatever. And he would go in the room, you know, whatever. I, I wasn't stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew what was going on. <laughs> my little sick ass brain. But I, I sat there and I chilled. It wasn't a big deal because I actually felt like a kid around him. And I remember there would be sometimes where I would be so hurt because he would he would call my mom and be like, hey, D can't come over. I'm going to be chilling with this girl or whatever. As a grown man, I'm like, okay, no, I get it. I definitely <laughs> get it. But as a little kid, like, that hurt a lot because that was like the male figure that was really in my life. Mm. I didn't have anything else. But this man would, great dude, would have made a great, would have made a great father. Would have made a great fucking father. I always said that. But he never had kids, and he would sleep with many women. Uh, he would sleep with many women, man. And <laughs> but now, like, he's not with anybody, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate it for him. I really do. He's a great dude, smart, smartest dude in the family. 
I don't care what anyone says. He's easily the smartest dude in the family. But I know that he's he's probably very lonely. Hmm. He's probably very lonely. And I, I hate it for him. And this is where I say for a lot of young men my age or <laughs> younger or anybody else who's still doing it, it's like you, you've got to try to settle down as much as you don't want to give up your freedom. Mm-hmm. You've got to try to settle down and see it better for the future. You will thank mm-hmm. yourself later. I promise yeah. you. I oh, fucking promise you. You're right. Oh, you will. As someone that's five years older than you, you know, you could see how easy it would be. Just start mm-hmm. drinking, having fun, sleeping oh, with yeah. women. You know, you could jump right into that if Absolutely. you wanted. It's good not to, you know. I wish someone, I wish I had this to listen to when I was your age. Because if, you know, I'm talking to someone right now that's in 25, 26, I would have thought about it. If I heard it from myself, you know, just like, oh, shit, this is the future me. Like, eh, oh, what happens to him? Hmm. That's not like the best. You know, and then if you stop right there and then you're so, okay, I'm in the present moment and I move forward. Trust me, with my life, if I go back in time and beat myself up about it, I go insane. You know, I get my past is my past. I slept around a lot. I had a lot of fun, mm-hmm. kind of hacked through life. That's okay. It's cool. Whatever. I am who I am in this moment. All right. Who do I want to be moving forward? You know, I can't beat myself up. I'm just going to be a better version of myself tomorrow and actually care. Uh, think about a vision of my life where I want it to be. You know, I don't know about having kids still, uh, but I'm open to it. And I'm open to even being married. I'm open to just a lot of things that I never thought I'd be open to because... It's, I get that it creates more stability in my life. Like I'm just conducting myself in a better manner, honestly. And I know that's a lot of you guys out there, you know, whether you're sleeping around or not, you know, it could be video games, it could be porn, it could be whatever. I know you guys are all hooked on something. It's specifically the porn as I go into, you know, (laughs) I know what you motherfuckers are doing. And for anyone out there, if this blows you away, three months i have not watched porn <laughs> in three months and i mean that that's fucking crazy yeah. and ask any guy under i mean of any age honestly let's be real most dudes oh. are watching that shit it's too addictive it's way too addictive. no yeah it's <laughs> three it's, three months guys you it's know it's addictive yeah. it's if, pretty crazy though. if you have to consciously think about not doing it <laughs> that's in that's yeah. fucking crazy now, how do you how do you feel though like for not doing it for three months oh, like it's... what does your brain feel like I'm more calm, you know, especially That's for damn sure. Especially if you uh, work in a gym like we work in, mm-hmm. and what girls wear today, it's like I mean, I still notice it. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like way more chill for me now. Honestly, like living life is more chill. Like I was so amped on a level that was like, oh my gosh, that's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, hook up, have fun. And again, it wasn't just having sex; it was extreme sports and anything else. I was just looking for heavy levels of dopamine. You know, obviously some guys are chasing it via video games. People are chasing it. Women are chasing it via shopping. You know, it's it's not just like a guy thing. It is definitely both parties. Absolutely. And it's being the aware is the hard part of mm-hmm. just being like, I am all my rights and freedoms. Ta, like I'm going to stand my ground. I want to be this polygamist male that just has fun. That's like, okay, well, that's an option. But what are you doing to yourself and what are you doing to the community? And like, you know, if you really think about it, you step back, you're like, Oh, I'm honest. And I'm, you know, being very upfront with these women. It's like, it doesn't matter. It, it's still, <laughs> you, if you are using the internet and you are a hyper successful male, again, I know it's a small percentage of us out there. So you are pulling from other people's social groups. So that person cannot meet someone in their life. You know, that's what's happening. And that's what I was doing. 
and it took me a, a lot to understand what was going on where it's and then uh, you know i'd ask these women i'm like so you're okay with me sleeping with other women they were totally okay with it they were just like no i'll just go have my fun travel do my thing i don't want to be locked down i just want to have fun you know that was the attitude that is the attitude mm. and then they just get banging sex and then they know that i'm out and i'm gone for however till i hit him back up again just hit that dopamine level yeah <laughs> you know i think that porn has actually fucked us up so much <laughs> it's ridiculous so oh, fuck yeah <laughs> just sitting here thinking that porn has probably for most men over sexualized women it's it's made it to where like and i can speak from experience with this for sure like where i go in to the gym i don't even look at anybody right i'm really just focused on me doing my shit now but back in the day and just walking through life i see a woman it's like damn she got cake on her i'm like <laughs> damn i was over sexualizing her which is not not right and that's definitely due to porn because i started watching porn way earlier than anybody really should have <laughs> and that's made women at a certain point in my life it made women really scary to me and i would over sexualize them which is extremely unhealthy to really do because it's not sex sells obviously because we're fucking disgusting pigs <laughs> as men but there's more there's more depth to a person than just their body mm-hmm. and i think a lot of men I, I can speak from my own experience is that I wouldn't think of them as having more depth at a certain point. Like I definitely do now in like probably in the later years of my life so far, but early years, I would just think of them as a body, which I, I actually really hate <laughs> to even say, but it's, it's a fact. That's what I did. That's right. A lot of men are doing it and a lot of women are doing it too. Women are just doing it to a small percentage of men and a small percentage of men are just mm-hmm. fucking all the women. That's what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's great. Everyone has their rights and their freedoms. Women get the best sex with, you know, a chill person that they know they can kind of have a conversation with, but then again, not be locked down, go about their lives, you know, travel and not have to worry about kids or responsibility. That's fine. No, that, that is what our society is more or less now. You know, if that's the society we want, then we're we're getting it. We really are. Oh, we are going <laughs> fucking ass backwards in society. Yep. We were talking earlier, <laughs> and it's crazy how how we live in the most simple of times, but we have some of the biggest problems within ourselves. Like everything is super accessible, but we're just really struggling in life. <laughs> it's the easiest it's ever been for humanity. You can order easiest. Grubhub. I don't have to leave, you don't have to leave your house through shit. Yeah. And COVID really amplified that. We were just like, oh, I get paid by the government to do nothing. And I'm going to sit home and game and grub up. That's what literally people did. <laughs> and it's like, and then get on apps and their phones even more. You know, this is, it's phenomenal. It, it, this is nothing short of phenomenal, what's happening in our society. It's also crazy <laughs> because of how easy our lives are and how educated most of us are now. We're probably the most educated humans to ever walk this planet. Oh, absolutely. Easily. But <laughs> in the same respect, I think that we might be some of the fucking dumbest humans to also ever walk this planet. <laughs> Definitely the laziest. Laziest. Or, yeah, fucking. Useless because we're, we're really cattle. We're treated like oh, cattle. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, one, one trick ponies. Half know? of the US population is on the verge of being obese. Like more than 50% of the U.S. population is going to be obese. 
what the absolute fuck? And we're supposed to be the greatest, quotations, country in the world. But how are you the greatest country in the world if we are just severely obese? <laughs> it's just we're just too it's just too simple we have made life too easy for ourselves here in america even oh absolutely where we we just do fast food all the time now i get it for the people who struggle and it's a little cheaper i've been there trust me i get it but we maybe we need to take a tougher route in our life we we always search for the easiest route that's as the humans, human condition right maybe we should realize what the easiest route is and maybe go the other direction yeah, no, you don't want to take the easy route. I'm pretty good proof that you don't want to do that. Take the easy route now. Again, I think there's tons of examples like me out there. Oh, you know? absolutely. I think the the tougher the route, or if you have a tough route that you go through in life, the more appreciation for the small things and life that you actually have. No. You know, I think that's one problem with a lot of the super wealthy or people who become rich out of nowhere. Right. I guess we can take rappers or anybody like that. Pop culture, for example. They end up just like spending their money on crazy amounts of shit. <laughs> Which I understand. Like, hey, you've never had this life before. And now your life has just got easy. It's just getting... Like, I bet they had an appreciation for a lot of shit. Hmm. But then when they got this wealth, I bet... Not all of them, but some of their appreciation for some of the things really went downhill. Hmm. That's why a lot of these people end up going broke. Because they're just spending money on it. It's like, man, I've never had this much money before. Life is super simple. <laughs> what can I not buy? And they buy literally almost anything they can think of. Mm -hmm. And they end up broke. And most of them aren't happy. No, it's, I mean, again, I've trained people that had huge trust funds. Some went to CSU. Some people I just knew in the community. Mm. When I worked at Fort Collins Club, you know, is where all the wealthy people in Fort Collins go to work out. It's, you know, interesting to see what happens when you are given a trust fund. You know, psychologically to somebody, what they'll end up doing. And it's, you know, these were probably created by very intelligent people from the Great Depression. They're like, I never want my family to go without. Mm -hmm. And so they said they're, you know, these people were very smart. They understood time value of money and they used, you know, wealth to build wealth over generations. And then, you know, all of a sudden these kids our age essentially are getting all this money. <laughs> Yeah. with the ability to fly around the world, mm -hmm. to do all the drugs, to do anything their dopamine little brains can conjure. And uh, I've never met a group of more, you know, I would say confused people, I would say. 100%. Um, very nice people, really nice. But it's like crazy what happens when you don't have to worry about anything, you know. Um, you know, that it's like you don't you don't want to do that for your kids, that's for sure. Not in today's world. I again people from I, I don't blame the people from back in the day. They didn't have they didn't have anything like we have. They didn't have iPhones, they didn't have the internet, they didn't have planes. You know, a lot of times these these families they didn't even have fucking planes. It was like fucking after Civil War times, you know? Yeah. And now it's like your son or daughter is flying around the world, fucking, having fun, doing all the drugs, you know. Coming, you know, driving the nicest cars mm -hmm. and how much they struggle. I thought that was so interesting, but I got it. I was like, Hey, I, I got a taste of that. Nothing like that wealth, but I got, you know, my school was paid for, you know, my parents helped me out a lot and that, that makes a big difference. It allows you the time to think and pursue very dopamine, dopaminergic, uh, systems for sure. So do you think that this is the life that the people who created this life for us actually envisioned? Oh, hell no. But they had no idea. <laughs> they had no idea this technological rate of change. The fact yeah. people are listening to us around the world is 
will be phenomenal to them. I hope you're listening around the world. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's absolutely incredible what they've actually created. They've created a monster. <laughs> they really have. Capitalism they've, is a monster, essentially. Yeah, that's a good way to view it. Technology is yeah. a fucking monster. It's both. Yeah. But this, you know, that capitalism created this, what we have yeah. now. It's lots of humans with very convenient lives mm -hmm. and being able to reproduce very quickly, then more of them being able to create blah, 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 blah. Next thing you know, you got Eric and Devante on less tech and more neck. I mean, the fact that we, we can <laughs> sit here in, a, in your house mm -hmm. and do this, it's oh, outstanding. Fucking crazy. It's outstanding, mm -hmm. right? That's something I think about kind of often. It's like, I'm sitting here doing this. Mm -hmm. My life in reality is not hard. Mm -hmm. Not right now. Maybe when I was growing up, it was hard, but I had no control <laughs> of anything. Yeah. But right now, of what I have control of, I have nothing I'm worrying about. <laughs> like life is not hard right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. I'm, I, I'm not out struggling for food. I'm not out struggling for money right now. Life is pretty fucking good. And I have to realize that and take it in, man. <laughs> I can't, I don't take any of this for granted. No. Anything for granted at all. It's awesome. It's really an appreciation. Especially, I mean, for me, like I grew up struggling, mm -hmm. right? So I have an appreciation for some of the smaller things in life. I get, I get a kick out of so much little shit, dude. Anything that makes me feel like a kid, <laughs> oh, fucking forget <laughs> about it. Just like I was playing around with the fucking computer today mm -hmm. and I was doing that <laughs> animation shit or whatever. Yeah. And then I was trying to figure out how to make some type of videos. Dude, love that shit. Teaching myself and just figuring out new shit. Mm -hmm. Super exciting. All those moments I had an appreciation for. It's cool. But life is fucking easy. I'm yeah. able to have even, even Yeah, that. even for you who grew up struggling. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're still living in the most convenient time mm -hmm. and ever. <sighs> I mean, we, then we got a lot of time to learn. And it's, yeah, it's very interesting what's happening, to say the least. So. I would say if you got a lot of free time on your hands and if you're somebody who is playing a lot of video games right now. Or hitting the hub a lot. Or hitting the hub a lot. Yeah. I would strongly advise you to try to pick up something else and learn something. Mm -hmm. Like get on YouTube. YouTube has literally everything. Just if you are like, oh man, I need to hit the hub real quick. And I was fucking hard. Yeah. Trust me, I know it's fucking hard not there's to. Some cool, like history stuff, information. Even if you yeah. just want to learn, like there's all mm -hmm. kinds of cool free educational stuff. If you want to learn about stocks, bonds, like type in investments, type whatever. If you're like, oh, I'm curious about, I heard, you know, today on the news, you know, it's like the the Fed raised by another quarter basis points. So you probably didn't know about that, did you? For no. the Fed rate, yeah. Where it's like, oh, that'd be something that you'd want to learn about. You know, mm -hmm. it could teach you a little bit about finance and everything else. And it's, you know, it's something I've done for three months, literally. Um, it's like I just shift my mind to something else. Yep. As someone that was definitely a heavy porn user or hooking up, I mean, essentially the same thing. Yeah. So I think when we really started realizing we had, well, we've always kind of realized we had a problem with it. Mm -hmm. But when we really started taking action, we started working a lot. We started working a whole lot. Like your ass was like really grinding <laughs> there for a solid yeah. three months. Yeah. You're like really grinding. Uh, and like I was working both jobs and then we started doing this. Like mm -hmm. we were constantly trying to stay busy to keep mm -hmm. our minds off of something else. Like just convenience. convenience. Just whatever your convenience drip is. Yeah. It's like doing this is hard. You know, I never thought, my, thought I would ever be on a podcast. You know, that's just not my personality. I didn't think that was my personality. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's cool that just creating this 
again, it's like my life is better because of this. And it, it was simple. It's like, okay, what can you create? How can you make your life better? Again, it's different for everyone. You know, if you work from home, think about getting a part-time job at a coffee shop or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, get get out, meet people. If you're yeah, or if you're struggling financially, get a second job. You know, something where it's like, oh wow, I have you know, I work thirty hours a week, but then I got you know the rest of this time, and I'm not taking care of a family. Maybe I can get a job again in the service industry or volunteer, you know, not just be on a, a device scrolling yeah. through TikTok, watching Netflix, sleeping in all the whatever it is, uh, watching Pornhub a bunch, you know. Yeah, you're really just going to go into a form of depression and kind of feeling sorry for yourself. That's just my perspective on it. If you have all this free time at a certain point. You're going to feel bad that you're playing 12 hours a day of video games. <laughs> I don't know how those guys do it. But I mean, like, I mean, I get it. You're it's... sitting there. You're going <laughs> to you're going to feel bad. You're like, man, I'm really not like it's going to be fun for a little bit. But at what hour are you like, man, I really need to get up and like do something else because I'm not taking care of anything else. Mm-hmm. And you start feeling bad for yourself. Oh, well, I should get a second job or I should learn a new skill or something. Get up and do that. Think about how much better your life will be. And then use video games as a reward on occasions i don't think video games are bad mm-hmm. i think the amount of which we play them is what becomes bad oh, if if you end up working 60 hours a week and you have the weekend off let's say and one of those days you're like oh i could play video games for two hours what's two hours in comparison to the 12 hours a day you were playing nothing you still get that little dopamine that you wanted <laughs> You got it. Now you go off and do something else because yeah. you're going to end up not wa- really wanting to play the video games so much. Like COVID hit. I, I had nothing to do. I was laid <laughs> off for a month, right? I, I picked up video games. Again. <laughs> I ended up getting pretty bad into video games. Like yeah, I was I fucking <laughs> in high school again, dude. Yeah. And I had, a, I had a girlfriend at the time. I was like, this is fucking like I knew what I was doing was awful, but I had nothing else to fucking do. Mm-hmm. And then last year, probably around this time, is when I realized, I was like, oh, man, I have got to stop. And I stopped playing video games. I, I, I play video games now maybe once every two weeks. And that's maybe for maybe an hour. Other than that, I'm out doing, trying to do something. Reading, writing, trying to figure out how to do this fucking podcast shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's something I've tried to do is add value to my life. Because playing video games was not it. It was not it. Awesome, man. <laughs> well, it's very, again, that's real self-awareness, you know? Yeah. I mean, again, I give it, for me, it was definitely women. Women and porn, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, fuck, I mean, that was a, I know so many men where it's like, uh, it's tough, you guys. <laughs> I mean, I'll just be honest, it's tough. Three months, that's, even me saying it right now, I'm like, oh, damn, like, I've done that since I was like 10. I mean, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I can't even imagine some of these kids who are growing up today. Oh, fuck no. Like, like I know I started, dude, even think about it, I started at four, mm-hmm. right? Holy shit. I have been doing this since I was four years old, over 20 years ago. That's a fucking problem. Yeah. That's a fucking problem. I still struggle with porn. Not nearly as much as I used to. Yeah. But I, I mean, I know, I thought about this the other day. I was like, damn, I know I have an addiction if I'm consciously thinking about not doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, 
it's very primitive. I mean, I wouldn't, yeah, it's, I guess, is it addictive? Can you not do it? That's what I'd ask myself. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, if it's not addictive, I can just stop. You know, even if you're just jerking off, not watching it, see if you can do that. I mean, you know, it's, I don't know, man. Again, it's, this isn't meant to tell anyone what to do. It's just food for thought is like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, if you're not addicted, stop. And that was the hardest thing for me. It's like, oh, I can't, I can't stop hooking up. I can't stop watching porn. And, uh, you know, I mean, this has been, that's been interesting to say the least. So, but it's doable. Obviously I'm living proof. (laughs) Still alive. It's all fucking doable. It ain't. And even at three months, man, it's not something I don't, that doesn't cross my mind still. Trust Mm -hmm. me. It's, it's, it probably, it never goes away. You know how it is, guys. That's, that, that sensation never goes away, but doesn't mean you got to just act on it all the time, you know? (laughs) Yeah. That's just being conscious, being aware. Like, man, what could I be doing besides this? Yeah, definitely. What could I be doing (laughs) besides this? I definitely think about that. I started waking up at 5 a.m. every day, whether I'm working or not. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that's kind of, helps me be a little more productive and not not think about it so much because mm-hmm. it used to be like i would do it in the morning when i first wake up you know how it is you got that warrior ready to go <laughs> you know what i'm saying man <laughs> you know that's oh, the yeah, easiest if you've been drinking or something oh, dude i was if i was drinking forget <laughs> it i was waking up that fucking stiff <laughs> oh shit so i don't drink anymore that definitely helps and that's but, another thing too man yeah. cutting out limiting how much we were drinking because Dude, last year we were talking earlier. Like we were, we were going out pretty much every weekend. Yeah, we were going out for like lot. six months straight. Oh. that was not. It was bad. It's not like we were doing anything bad. No, not like we but talked about. But it's just you know, it's not adding anything to your life. No, 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 no. Especially long term. I mean, again, spending guys, all that money every week. No, and it's not even that. Just mentally, even if you can afford to do it, it's like, mm-hmm. why would you want to do that when you could wake up the next day and not feel like shit mm-hmm. and actually be productive and like not be all again? Yeah, you know, alcohol affects everyone differently. I get it. Some people can drink and wake up and work the next day and are totally fine. You know, kudos to you, but it takes a toll on your body. It's not just the, the liver; it fucks up. It's other organs too. Mm-hmm. So, it's trying to become more mature with that. That's definitely something I had to work on instead of like going out and just doing shots and trying to get fucked up. It's just being more casual with it. You know, have a drink and a beer here. Don't need to chug anything. Take your time. Fucking be responsible. I was not a responsible fucking drinker. I think that's another portion where a lot of drinkers aren't very responsible. One of my best friends was an alcoholic for a while and he would just drink and he would go through a fifth of Jameson almost a night. Hmm. Jameson, leader of Dr. Pepper. That was it. And he, I remember he would just be so fucked up playing video games on the couch. I'm like, yo, bro, like you can't be doing this, man. I think he's doing better now, but that's a <laughs> good portion of people. Right there. And he was in yeah. depression, too. So <laughs> I would try to, like, I, I remember he was talking. I thought he was, like, really getting it. He wanted to train, start working out. So he could try to go to the military. I was like, oh, dude, absolutely. Like, let's go down to our apartment gym and let's work out. We talk about this story all the time. And because I actually got him to move here, which was incredible. And <laughs> we go downstairs and I put him through, for me, what was a light workout. But for him, definitely was not because he hasn't worked out. He smokes cigarettes, drinks every fucking day. 
<laughs> I, I remember our relationship. I just talk shit. And he he's like, dude, I got to sit down. I was like, man, get your ass up. Like, you okay, we'll take like a 30 second break and let's go. Don't be a little fucking bitch. And he's like, dude, I have to, I have to leave. I was like, are oh, you really going to punk out, bro? He's like, yeah, man, like you're used to doing this. I'm not. He leaves. This motherfucker passes out outside, <laughs> outside of the fucking apartment buildings. Like, cause it's like the house or whatever it was called, mm-hmm. the farmhouse. And he passes out right there in the bushes. <laughs> and he, he gets up and I'm not with him. And he gets upstairs to our apartment and he's passed out, slouched over. <laughs> oh, but for a split moment, he was really deciding to do something. And he took that little bit of action and realizing that it's tough. He didn't go back to it. He didn't. But it's realizing that it's tough and it's going to take work. But being consistent with it is what the real goal is. The outcome could be, it's going to be better for you, but it's the journey. The consistency is what is the best part about everything. Just being super consistent and you will be fine. Don't let the hardships deter you from anything. Dude, people get kicked down very easily in today's world. I get it. You got to keep moving though. You Mm got to keep moving. (laughs) Have to keep moving. Have to fucking keep moving. The world is fucking crumbling. The world is fucking crumbling. It's always been fucked up. It's this different type of fucked up. Earth will be here way after humans are long gone. It's it's incredible the things (laughs) that we're worried about. I think that's what gets me the most. Mm. We're worried about things that really don't matter in life. You know? Mm, it's true. Like the things that matter <laughs> in life are not these material items. It's not It's not really what people think about you. Because when you die, none of that mattered at all. Yeah. What What's mattered is the connections you've made, the impacts you've had on people's lives in a positive manner, mm-hmm. the friendships that you've made, the people that actually care about you. People you've made memories with, those are things that really matter. It's not fucking, oh yeah, I bought a brand new Bentley and like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's not gonna be buried with you. Majority of people, when you go pass away, nobody cares. Nobody will even know about it. <laughs> the amount of people that we don't know in our lives that are gonna pass away that mean nothing to us. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but they mean something to somebody. No. And that's what's mattered in life is those memories that they've made with those people. That's the real shit that matters. Like this, us communicating, that's what matters. It's true. The people who are listening, who are being positively impacted by this, who are actively thinking of better ways of adding value to their life, changing their life, that matters. No. Oh. That really matters. <clears throat> it's true. You got to, yeah, you got to care. I mean, it's you got to care, you guys. Oh, man. It's true. Men and women. You'll feel it eventually. Trust me. Oh, yes, you will. <laughs> Doesn't matter what age you think you can escape it. Eventually, you'll feel it. I think the average person will feel it. We're just like, ah, shit. Like, no, what do I do next? What does my life look at 40, 50, 60? Then I'm not going to live you know, much longer. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, you don't know. You really don't know. I would assume a good portion of people have committed, committed, have thought about committing suicide. Oh, fuck yeah. I have. I, yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know too many people that haven't, honestly. Mm-hmm. No, it's just kind of scary. You know, I it's think it's scary. It's people are definitely too complacent to do it. I mean, for right now, mm-hmm. but you no, know, down the road, if you keep pushing the envelope of not giving a shit, 
eventually it, it gets stronger and stronger. You cannot out drink it. You can't out fuck it or out party it or anything else. I, and I see it, man. And it's, it's scary. It's an entire generation of people going through it. And it's like, yeah, again, whatever you need to do to create your stability, it's not get married and have kids. That's definitely not what we're trying to say. It's mm-hmm. just like, you, you gotta put something above yourself. Yep. You know, and find chill what out. it is. Yeah. Find what it is. We all have something else that we we have to put above our, put a, above ourselves. It's all different for everybody else. I can't answer that for anybody. <laughs> Not a person. That's a question to ask yourself. Truly, what is something that you could put above yourself? There you go. I like that. What is something you could put above yourself? That is a great question. Because <laughs> now I have to think more about it. Mm-hmm. Cause I know I want kids and shit. Mm-hmm. I think that's the answer. It's an easy answer for me, but right, what right now do I want to put above myself? Because <laughs> I don't have kids. I don't have a family. Mm-hmm. So I got to put something above myself right now. Is it the podcast? Mm-hmm. Is it learning a new skill? Mm-hmm. Is it my solar job? Is it making connections on a day-to-day basis? I don't fucking know. <laughs> but we're figuring it out. That's what we're, that's what we're here to do. Absolutely. Yeah. You got any final mm-hmm. thoughts? For the people, for the world. No, honestly, that's uh, thanks for listening. You know, it's definitely tough. You know, it's all kind of this conversation stemmed from, you know, my parents of um, obviously their relationship and what my dad's going through right now. And it's, you know, they're better with off with each other, people. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Better off with each other. <laughs> definitely ask yourself, what can you put above yourself to add value to your life? And then ask yourself, what is your life looking like right now? And what do you want it to look like tomorrow? I think those are great questions to ask. Mm-hmm. So until next week, I'm Devontae. This is Eric. And this is Less Tech, More Neck. Less Tech, More Neck. Mm, y'all hear what I say. Less Tech, More Neck. For your mother and your brother, we gonna hear from Eric and Devontae. It's strange times and these are strange days And it's strange people living strange ways So expect, let's take more neck